Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Lots of uh, news and sports, including Big Ten Media Days yesterday with Coach Day. We'll touch on that. And a change with the Memorial Tournament. We'll have all that coming your way uh, with uh, Matt McCoy in sports in less than 10 minutes here on News Radio 610 WTVN. We've seen this heat wave that's been affecting so many uh, around the country, around the globe, the Southwest. I think, what was it, uh, Phoenix yesterday had their 28th, 29th day of 110 plus degrees, feeling way hotter than that even. That's the, the regular temp. We're also seeing it in the oceans, uh, down by the Florida Keys, for example, feeling like a hot tub. It's bleaching the coral, which is causing a whole domino effect when it comes to the ecosystem and the algae. Uh, more on that now with Aaron Rial from NBC News Radio on our national, or uh, excuse me, our LegacyRetirementGroup.com phone line. Aaron, we'll start with that story first. If we have time, we'll get to the Federal Reserve, too. Yes, Brandon. So we had a 101-degree Fahrenheit reading in Manatee Bay this week. That is a record. They believe so. They have to just you know check the data the last record in terms of highest temp ever was in 2020 in Kuwait Bay, July of that year, they had 99.7. Yeah, we blew through that. And other buoys in the area of Manatee Bay, where this was, which is just below Miami, just above the Keys, on the other side of that, I believe it's called an ISPIS, in the Gulf side, there were readings around 98 degrees. Mm. So it's very possible that this was not an anomaly, this was real, obviously, Climate crisis. Scientists have said that this is, you know, tearing through the planet. We're seeing hotter temperatures than have ever been recorded. Um, Canada, Italy on fire. Uh, Greece yeah. as well. Yeah, it's it's not a great look. And it, like you said, these temperatures not typical. So this coral reef in the area, they typically thrive around seventy three to eighty four degrees. Obviously, we're way above that. They say fish are dying. A lot of fishermen in the area say they just have less food to pull out. Less less fish are available and many of them are dying hot tubs are 98 degrees this is above that (laughs) yeah that's uh obviously very disturbing we just had someone from noah on just the other day and uh based out of ohio here and we asked him that same question is this kind of a not that it's a one-time thing but is this the new normal if you will i hate to even use that phrase and he according to him seth b now is his name he said we we really don't have enough data to really see the consistency that this going forward is going to be year after year. But he said, nonetheless, it's still alarming. Right. And I'm glad that you bring that up because scientists have warned that this ocean stream, there's a specific ocean stream that circulates in the waters of the Atlantic south to north. Some of them are saying this could collapse by 2025. This creates rising sea levels. It causes more frequent storms. Listen, you can't get insurance in Florida right now. I mean, it's very difficult. It's very unlikely. It's going to be a problem, and uh, I think what people, you know, if things get untenable and you can't live there, you see mass migration. Yes, we just saw a mass migration with the pandemic to Florida, but it could go in the other direction, and uh, that's where you run into problems. If you don't have enough sustainable land, food, shelter, yes, that's a, bad that, things happen. That's a really good point. I know California, uh, there's also parts of California where people can't get 
uh, homeowners insurance, for example, uh, for some of the same reasons that's going on in, in Florida. So, Aaron Real, um, I, I know you've only got about 30 seconds. It looks like the, the Fed uh, is raising rates again, a quarter of a percentage point. But moving forward, they're not quite sure if that's going to stop. Pause what? Yes. So they say they're going to be data dependent in their approach. Actually, just reading the tea leaves of Jerome, uh, Jerome Powell, Fed chair, he said, that it's certainly possible that they will raise funds again at the September meeting if the data warrants it. He said it's also possible that they could hold steady. They're just going to look at the data and make a decision accordingly. They have a 2% inflation target. We're at 3% down from 9% last June. We'll see where it goes in September. All right. Aaron Rail from NBC News Radio. Aaron, thanks for the stories. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brandon. You bet. Uh, so there we are on, uh, on that. And of course, that's uh, obviously something, especially with the you know, we, we talked about the interest rates a little bit earlier. Uh, feds couldn't confirm, especially Jerome Powell yesterday. He couldn't come out in concrete say, yeah, we'll, uh, we're hoping to trim the rates by next year. Uh, still a lot of data that's uh, not in yet for the Federal Reserve to make those determinations, especially uh, the recession. Uh, if a potential recession is just around the corner. Uh, and then the ocean temps is another one. I, I, again, a great podcast. Uh, that we just did, and it was part of our interview. It was with Seth just the other day, and it was from Tuesday's show. So if you get the chance to listen to that, I, what I like about Seth is he's not—he's <laughs> not one of these, uh, you know, way to the left on the climate change, but also you know, he's not politics at all. He, he's just, hey, this is what we know. This is the science and data that we have so far. But he's uh, not just a good guy, but he knows so much. Uh, about the world of uh, you know weather and science and why is it happening right now and sometimes you know look the earth changes just like the rest of us and and through you know the human existence we've had to change with it and adapt to it so uh, but we don't know if that's what's next or not uh, six forty one real quick because we've got about three minutes here one story that caught my eye was with the memorial tournament and yesterday. We had put these rumors during the Memorial Tournament out there that there was a possibility. We asked Dan Sullivan about it, too, at the time, the tournament director. And that was, could we see the Memorial Tournament moving later into June? Well, now we know, although technically it hasn't been confirmed, but the Toronto Star reported that the Canadian Open, currently played the week before the U.S. Open in June, is going to switch spots with the Memorial. So that means that... The event that Jack Nicholas founded uh, is going to move now, too. It's They'll tee off later than ever. So apparently, but I guess Jack addressed the possibility of the change. And even back a few weeks ago during the Memorial Tournament, saying that he wasn't thrilled that his tournament would serve as an opener to the U.S. Open. Can you see his frustration, Campy, as to why he wouldn't be thrilled about this? Well... You know, he's always wanted the memorial to be its own special event. I mean, for a long time, they were talking about making it, you know, almost like a major. You know, in in essence, it is. It draws the biggest names. I think there's that potential. You have that potential of some golfers dropping out of the memorial because they're getting ready for the U.S. Open, and that's the major concern. So I understand his potential frustration over this. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Because with the move later on in June, the memorial would be one of three consecutive designated events in a row. Yeah. Followed by the U.S. Open and likely the Travelers Championship. That's something that's been pointed out. So, Well, yeah. I mean, I, I and I understand that. The last thing that, that 
Jack wants is for some of the big names to say, I, I just can't. It's such a tough stretch. As much as I love being at Muirfield, you know, I got to get ready for the next year. So because they're the U.S. Open is, is always one of the most challenging tournaments. I mean, for the most part, you know, that tough, tough roughs, uh, yeah. a lot of different. I mean, a lot of things you got to prepare for and they need that week. So, yeah, I can understand that. I, I'm not sure I'm a big fan of this if they, if they go back to back because you could you could run into this issue. Yeah, I, I will add one thing that uh, Jack is quoted on uh, when he was being you know asked about this back during the Memorial Tournament, about the tournament being moved. He said, quote, I would prefer to stay where we are. I don't like being the week before the Open, but if it's for the betterment of the tour and what they're trying to do, then I would understand that too. But clearly deep down, he's, there's no way he's going to be happy about that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.